0: Today marks episode number 12 of the podcast and this is probably the first time I have actually been, let's say, unsure about what I wanted to talk about and that's because I sat down to write this podcast and there was just like so many things that I wanted to talk about, Um, so many ideas that I had and in reality I started writing a couple of them multiple times and backspaced and deleted. And it's like, you know what? I'm just going to actually like wing this one. (laughs) Normally I have a little bit of a plan, Um, but today I don't. And that's because it's December and it's the final episode of the year. I am in my final week of clinic seeing all my clients for their 12-week programs and finishing up consults for the year. And I'm taking four weeks off over Christmas and New Year, which is like the first time in my life that I've ever actually blocked out my calendar over Christmas and New Year to have time off because every year without fail, I'm like, how am I going to earn money if I don't have clients because I work for myself and I don't have sick leave, I don't have annual leave, so I need money, number one, um, to pay my bills. But two... I I just push through every single time and think like, oh, I better help people and I better be there. But in reality, every single year I've had clients that I've kept on, they're telling me, oh, I've got time off. I'm going to do my programs. I'll come and see you. And then they cancel and reschedule because they're having a great time having time off and they don't want to do consults. so. Last year, I think I may have taken a week or two like public holidays off and like a couple of days in between. But this year I was like, you know what? I'm going to prepare for this really early. I'm taking four weeks off. I'm having a good time and I'm going to do nothing, which in the back of my head, that's never going to happen because I don't know how to do that. And I'm going to have a nice time over Christmas and New Year. Anyway, that was plan A and then uh, recently I haven't shared this news on my social media yet. However, my partner is uh, relocating for work once again and we are moving in early January. So if you are a long-time follower of me, you will know that I have moved multiple times in the last two years and that is because my partner is in defence and we move regularly. So... That was obviously one reason why I jumped on to the virtual side of the business and had the virtual clinic like started Um, when I actually left Sydney, which was 2020. I was doing a lot of face-to-face work. If you haven't heard my story, you can go back and listen to, I think it's episode two on my journey into women's health and like a bit of background into my work. But um, when I was in the face-to-face clinic, I was kind of like at that point in business where I really needed to make a decision about the long-term vision for what I wanted to achieve or what I wanted to work, work towards. And something that kept coming up was like, oh, court, you're going to have to like pick a venue somewhere and just be at one venue instead of all these random places that I was working or invest in a space and take up a lease and then start growing your face-to-face work. And that was just something that never really resonated with me. And I was always like, oh, what if I just don't want to live here forever? Or what if I decide to move in a year? Or like, what if I want to travel and move overseas? Or who knows? Like at this time, like when I was sort of at this point, I was single coming out of like a four and a half year relationship. So I was really unsure about where my life was going. I was living at home with my parents. And um, yeah, so I feel like, at that time, I didn't really want to invest in a clinic. I was really nervous about long-term business and leases and growing a face-to-face clinic. That was something that just never, I really never wanted to do. So when my partner came along and we dated and we went down the journey of um, his work and him moving, I was like, cool, let's start the online business. I've always wanted to have an online component to my business. So Thank God I did that, number one, because the last two years, this will be the third move in two years. And I am so, so grateful that I do not have to worry about work because I would be freaking out, to be honest. I don't really work very well um, under people in their business because I really like to make my own rules and um, do my own thing. And I'm super passionate about... Uh, like hard work paying off for you personally in a sense of like creating long-term wealth for yourself, but also creating like an asset or making impact for yourself. I mean, there's a lot of workplaces that allow you to do that. I just prefer to work alone by myself (laughs) with Bonesy in the background. If you're watching YouTube, you'll see Bonesy in the background. Um, However, uh, yeah, so I, I am really grateful right now that I don't have to find a job in another town and build up clientele again and build up a referral network and build my own branding again. I'm just you know logging off my computer for a couple of weeks and then logging back on in a new location and being able to service all the same people that I had previously and new people. So I actually wanted to bring this up because if I had a conversation in one of my mentorship calls last week, I think it was last week or the week before. I can't remember. But it was one of the um, uh, younger EPs that I'm mentoring currently. And she had had a similar question about like, what do I do, you know, over Christmas and New Year when I don't have one-on-one clients coming in? And we talked about alternative streams of income. And we addressed like how an online component to your business can be quite helpful for that. And building social media presence there is just so much potential in social media and being able to build like your own branding or personal branding around that even if you do work for someone else where you can maybe develop some sort of online component if that's something that you're interested in um but yeah if you are considering that i would highly highly recommend it if you are also someone who moves quite regularly to develop some sort of like Component to your work that might be online where you don't have to stress about that because it feels really nice to just not have to worry about that. Um, The only thing I have to worry about is finding a room in the next house that can fit my virtual clinic, Um, which is not very big to be quite honest. But in saying that, I also wanted to share with you that in the new year, hopefully the virtual clinic looks a little different because reflecting on this year and reflecting on my branding and where I'm at with everything. I wanted to like do a little revamp. So I'm currently waiting on some new branding, which is exciting. Um, nothing like super crazy. It's still like her exercise physiology, just with like, you know, updated colors and patterns, etc. Um, But stay tuned because it won't look like this anymore. Hopefully I have a lot of things planned for next year, but, yeah, reflecting on the year has been really awesome too. That's something else I really wanted to talk about, which I was going to, you know, create multiple episodes for this episode, but I thought why not just cover it all in one. So reflecting, I wanted to talk about a bit of reflection and why it's so important because I was always a little bit like, oh, just get to the future and give me the plans for next year and let's work towards the new goals and never really took the time to reflect and look back on what, the year was or what we did really well, what I didn't do so well, maybe what I enjoyed and what I didn't enjoy. But as I've sort of like gone down the personal development journey and realized how important reflection is, I've prioritized it a lot more. And I think a lot of people forget to do that on anything. It doesn't necessarily have to be goals. It could be a project that you've just done or something that maybe you did that's new, that felt a little bit outside the comfort zone, I think it's really important because it gives you a lot of clarity on what you want to do with the next version of that. So, um, you know, I did the same thing with the mentorship. I started the first round and had kind of like a bit of an idea about what I wanted to do. And was super keen to run a second one. And that was mostly because everyone was really interested in it and wanted to know when the next one was. And I thought I could just run one straight away after the next one. But when I thought about it, I thought, you know, like, I really want to sit and reflect on what the first one was and how it's helped. The mentees, because that's ultimately what it's about, and what I enjoyed about it, maybe what I didn't enjoy about it, what went really well, what maybe didn't go so well, how the next one could be evolved from the first one to make it, um, you know, a really great resource for anyone who wants to learn more and have a bigger impact in pelvic health. That's pretty much what my ultimate goal is: is to have a lot of impact in pelvic floor health and pelvic health for women. So, reflection was so important. Otherwise it would have just kind of tailed on to the next version and maybe nothing would have really improved. So if you are also someone that gets caught up in the future and worrying about the next step and like what you're going to do and how you can get there better and how you can get there faster, and I would really encourage you to sit back and ask yourself the questions of like, what went really, really well this year? What was really great for me? What helped me get closer to my ultimate goals of what you're achieving is or what your purpose is? Um, in that sense, and maybe what wasn't so good, what didn't really serve you this year and maybe what you didn't really enjoy doing because in reality, if you're working for yourself, you can choose whatever you want to do and you don't have to do what you don't want to do. So if, you know, that also took me a long time to figure out that I don't have to follow the rules of what you think you should be doing. So I really encourage you that. And then think about like what, what could be, improved for next year in terms of like where you want to go what you want to achieve so reflection was something else i really wanted to talk about um when i look back at the beginning of this year 2022 like man different time for me to be quite honest in january Um, in January, I didn't have any education at all for anyone other than one-on-one clients who wanted to work with me. So there was no mentorship. There was no education platform. Like, and when I say platform, I mean like my social media, no Instagram page. There was no podcast. I hadn't even done the podcast yet. I hadn't run any education events for anyone that wasn't sort of like general public wanting to learn about their pelvic floor. And this year has just been like a complete transformation in that, to be quite honest. Like, I've done multiple events for educating other health professionals. I've done some workshops with personal trainers. I've done some CrossFit coach workshops, the mentorship. That was a massive, massive change for me. Um, a very long, more long-term retainer or sort of moderate long-term, I guess you'd call it, which was quite a big commitment. The podcast, launching the podcast, um, a second Social media platform. So um, done some, you know, webinar for Essa, which was really great too, and that was all completely not really what I had planned, to be honest. Not that I really planned it. I did want to have education uh, at some point, except it was like such a bit of a fear for me, to be quite honest. But um, at the beginning of the year, I literally had on the goals list like CPD component of the business for people wanting to learn how I treat women in terms of pelvic health. So that was like my goal um, and then as I sort of obviously started to I guess explore that a little bit more different things kept coming up so when I think back to what what I really liked doing and what I didn't like doing there's a few things I'm going to continue to implement next year and some things I probably won't but that's fine that's what reflection is all about so I really encourage you to do that reflect. Before you move on to the next goal list, because if you get caught up in the goals, you're probably not going to choose maybe what really is serving you, what your ultimate purpose is, or maybe not even ultimate purpose. I'm getting a bit woo-woo here, but what your ultimate goal is and what your long-term vision is for your own career. Um, So that's what I really want to talk about. So that's pretty much it. Um, 2023 next year, I'm really excited for sharing with you in January the new branding. I mean, it's not really that new. It's going to be somewhat similar, so don't get too excited. But I'm really excited to share that because I feel like it aligns a lot more with my personality and what my true like beliefs and core values are, which I think is really important, especially when you're trying to attract certain people to work with you or you want to work with certain people. It's really important. So if you're not into branding or you haven't even looked at that yet, That's another story. We can talk about that on another episode. But stay tuned for that. The space will look a little bit different. Hoping to have a fair few education resources available. I have so many ideas for that. Uh, One thing I did want to talk about a little bit more was like the online component to my business because... I got asked that in a lot of webinars, um, how I run that and what I do and how do I assess people and things like that. And I think it would be a really valuable resource as well if there was education around that. So if you're interested in that one, please share that to me. Send me a DM, email, whatever that might be. Um, Because if you are looking to start that and want to learn a little bit more, I found that very hard to navigate when I first started and pretty much just had a crack doing it myself, and then worked out what was not working. Um, So that's something else I would like to have in the background. Um, And then I will be letting or releasing more information about the next round of the mentorship in January. Hopefully at the end of January, everyone on my email list will get the first update because they're all on the wait list and that's the promise to the waitlist. So, if you are interested in the next round and you want to learn more about it, please jump onto the waitlist. I'll put the link inside the bio notes, show notes, or in my bio in Instagram, depending on uh, where you will check that out from. But applications will be opening in February. I was going to give you the date, but. I'm going to leave that as a surprise for next year, but they'll be opening in February for a March kickoff. So um, yeah, jump on the wait list if you're interested in that, because you will be the first to know and have the first opportunities to apply for the program. And I will only open it up to the rest of the audience. If there are not enough numbers or I haven't filled my space spaces in the program. So be sure to jump on that. Otherwise I just really wanted to also thank you for being part of this community this year. Like, It's been so cool to be able to build something that um, is reaching more practitioners and health professionals or fitness professionals that just really want to be part of the women's health scene and maybe have a bit more impact in their clients as well as um, just better themselves and enjoy what they do. I think that is so important. So thanks for being part of this. It really means a lot for you listening and, um, giving me your attention. That is something that is quite hard to get this day and age. So thank you so much. And I really look forward to next year. Um, I'm super excited to spend more time with everybody and like connecting in these platforms a little bit more. So be sure to be getting in touch, however it is that you would like to reach out because solid relationships can be made here. And um, I also think that's underutilized in our scene at the moment. But I'm really looking forward to next year. I hope that you finish off your 2022 with like the coolest month and um, get ready for the next year and you're feeling refreshed and revived for 2023. Have a fabulous, fabulous Christmas and new year. I will see you, talk to you, whatever, in 2023. That's it for now. Have a good one. See you soon.